when when the driver is going fast, the engine is heating and the wheels are, are being worn out and, and then you take a pit stop. The pit stop, the mechanics come, they check everything, they change everything and you only need to do it twice in the race or three times max. That's the same concept. Every day we're, we're eating, you know, unhealthy food. There's toxins, the environment, the cells are, you know, storing fat. They're getting some toxins and, and the gut is, you know, coming a little bit more leaky and all of that. And you come with Prolon and you're trying to detox the body from the chemicals. You're trying to rejuvenate yourselves and trying to shed off the extra fat that you carried. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmet. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Living Well podcast. Um, A few exciting announcements. If you didn't hear last week, we are now on video on YouTube and we are so excited about this. This has been a goal of ours for a while And we recently just started dropping the videos on our YouTube channel. So head on over to YouTube, check out the Art of Living Well podcast. You can subscribe to our channel and start getting more up close and personal with us and also our guests. We also recently just launched a new feedback form because we really want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear about topics you're interested in, questions you may have, some feedback, guest suggestions. The form is in our show notes and just click the link and it literally takes about two minutes to fill out. And before we dive into today's episode, we want to ask that if you're enjoying this podcast, we would love if you would just give us a quick rating or review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps our search capabilities and we really want to reach more people so that other people can benefit from this inspiring conversations and resources that we share each week. So in addition, you could share our podcast with family, friends, or anyone that you think may be interested. And now we are excited to welcome today's guest, Dr. Joseph Antune, CEO of El Nutra. And El Nutra is such an interesting company. They are a company that is researching solutions to unlock a healthy long life and help make age-related disease a thing of the past. We had such a fascinating conversation with Dr. Antoon, and he really talks a lot about prevention and how it isn't sexy and that he is a leader in the food as medicine movement, and he wants to help people understand what they should eat and when they should eat. And they're doing tons and tons of evidence-based research to help people better understand what they should and shouldn't eat every day to really promote and improve their longevity. In this episode, we really dive into longevity through nutrition, and we talk a lot about fasting and prolonged fasting and intermittent fasting, and Dr. Antoon explains the differences and how 
a person can use fasting to help promote longevity. We also dive into some of the El Nutra company products like the Prolon 5-Day Fast and some of the other offerings that they have and how they can help you again in your quest for anti-aging and longevity. We love that the we love the tips and suggestions that Dr. Antoon offers our listeners and we are excited to share this conversation with you today. Hi Dr. Antoon, Marnie and I are really excited to have you on our show today. We just love meeting like-minded people in the health and wellness space who have dedicated their lives to help others live better and find their art of living well. And fasting and longevity and disease prevention is a topic that we've been wanting to dive into with a guest for quite some time, as we know our listeners are really interested in this conversation. So we are just so thankful and grateful that you're here with us today. Yeah, thanks for uh, hosting me today. And, you know, I hope that after 40, 45 minutes, we're going to change somebody's life today. So I know we're going to share a lot of great stuff. We um, are. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. that's the goal. <laughs> and, and, and changing one person's life on this episode would be amazing, right? Yes, and, and we'll do that. So, Dr. Antoon, everyone has a story, and we would love to hear your journey uh, about how your life's work has culminated in focusing on the health and longevity benefits of fasting, helping people age gracefully, and ultimately becoming CEO and chairman of El Natura. Yeah, well, I started my life as a physician. I My passion was to help patients with cure, reaching cure, and I wanted to be a cardiologist, and then I figured out soon after that that i'm mainly meeting people after they're sick so i was practicing sick care rather than health care and i was not getting not even a fraction of them to get to cure I'm j- i was subscribing them to five six pills every time they see me so i see a patient with say post post heart attack or post you know whatever whatever you know cardiovascular issue for example and then you put them on a statin you put them on a blood pressure medication a blood cholesterol and a blood thinner and you know the story and then the problem is we don't tell them when they're going to stop it right it's just uh it's just a, a, a long-term subscription and i used to um, ask my attendings like mm, if the medicine works why do they have to refill it right <laughs> and that, that was a big that was a big question for me that nobody answered at that time and i decided to venture more into First, how to change the healthcare system so that it meets people when they're healthy rather than when they're sick. And this is why I went and I did my studies in health policy and public health. And then I wanted to find a true cure for most chronic diseases. And this is what took me off the meds, if you want, in the sick care system. And I got interested into, okay, what is that common denominator that we can bring in a product format that can help cancer patients, cardiovascular patients, Alzheimer's patients, diabetes, diabetic patients, because these are the four killers. And, and you know, I mean, diabetes, you take a pill per day, you start with metformin, then you add another one, then another one, and in 10 years, they put you on insulin. That's the journey today. The journey doesn't say, oh, after six months of this medication, you'll be off diabetes, you'll, you'll be cured. And diabetes is a foodborne disease, <laughs> so the solution is in nutrition and lifestyle. Most cardiovascular issues are actually related to age and cardiovascular. Alzheimer's is age 
and lifestyle. So I started learning more and more and more because in med school, I only had one hour on nutrition and lifestyle and started learning more and found out like my biggest aha moment was that most four killers that we um, that kill 90% of us, whether diabetes, cancer, cardiovascular, or uh, or uh, Alzheimer's, they all are age-related. So, so basically, number one, what we should work on is how to keep our cells younger so that and we create a delta, a difference between our biological age and our chronological age. And that became a passion of mine. It's like, wait a second, I didn't know that at age 55, chronologically, I could be 50 Biologically, I didn't know that concept, you know, even having MD, PhDs and two masters, I didn't know at all that we can create a difference between our inner age and outer, and, and chronological age. So that became a big passion of mine because, again, you don't get Alzheimer's at age 20, you get it when you're old. You don't get the first heart attack at age 24, you get it when you're old. So it's these are correlates of aging. We call them age-related diseases. And I didn't know that there's such a concept of treat aging, which means slow it down a little bit. And, and that became my passion. This is what brought me to Neutra. So number one is figuring out the aha moment was that aging is behind most of the chronic disease killing us today. The second big, big aha moment is like to decelerate aging, nutrition could be a major intervention because it's the only product, food is the only product that we consume every day of our life three to five times per day. <laughs> so there's nothing that can send a bigger signal right to ourselves. We just eat it and we take this product called food every day. So now I have a, a target, slow down aging. Nutrition is the biggest signal coming to our body every day. Put them together and go find a nutrition that can slow down or reverse aging. This is what took me all the way to this company called L Nutra Longevity Through Nutrition. I'm pretty sure we're going to talk a lot about that, but uh, that became my passion is how can you slow down aging to prevent diseases and how can you use nutrition to rejuvenate the body and potentially help with remission of the four biggest killers. I love your um, mission and just like, even your story of how you got there, you know, you started out as a doctor and you realized that that industry wasn't really providing the care that you wanted your patients to receive. And so the mission where nutrition is a major intervention, I, I think both Stephanie and I just fully believe that as well. So we're really excited to dive into this topic today. And yeah, I think one of the things that we really want to talk about with you is fasting. I know that's a big buzzword today and I'm not sure if our listeners fully understand or even if Stephanie and I fully understand because there's so many different ways that a person can go about a fast or an intermittent fast. And I'm wondering if you can talk about this with our listeners and, you know, touch on intermittent fasting and the difference between a 12-hour fast or a 16-hour fast or a three-day water fast and, yes, you know, what that all means and how yeah. different amounts of time can benefit somebody. Yeah. And what brought me to Elutra, why I loved this setting is because they unlocked fast. They basically, you can eat healthy to prevent, but I was like, how come food could be medicine? And this company had figured out how to through mimicking the fasting benefits, how to actually push 
a lot of conditions towards remission. And this is what I'm going to describe now with different types of fasting. So I get this question all the time. We've been studying fasting for over 20 years. And, and a lot of, of the fasting science comes from our founder, Professor Walter Longo, who wrote the book, The Longevity Diet. Many of your followers probably would know about Walter. He's uh, the head of the Longevity Institute at University of Southern California, uh, nominated by Time Magazine, top 50 most influential people in health. And he's, he's known for this longevity diet book, which now is, and there's a lot of evidence showing that if you follow that, that diet, which is a combination of fasting, intermittent fasting and fasting mimicking diet and eating healthy in between, this this mimics the lifestyle of the centenarians, people living 100 and beyond. And, and he tested those programs on mice and showed that he can keep them healthier longer. And now in humans, we have 32 clinical trials, 32 human trials on different health conditions with this intervention. So it's a, it's a big concept today. And But what, what led us to study fasting and, and see the benefits is, is fasting is a very special intervention to the body. If you want to look at the macro level, there's two types of fasting. There's intermittent fasting, which is any period of hours that is less than two days. So zero hour to two days, we call it intermittent fasting. After two days of fast, we call it periodic or prolonged fasting. And why the two days cut off? Again, in, in biology, there's no, it's not like there's a switch and in and, and, and 48 hours, something different happened, but that's the average, you know, taken, you know, on, 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 on people, general people, whereby the first two days when you're fasting, you have, we call it the metabolic response. The body says, okay, I'm in deficit of calories. Let me, let me pull in my savings and let me compensate for that. So the first two days are a metabolic response to fast. And I always talk about, you know, it's like it's like a company when a company doesn't have revenues, right? You go to the bank and you have your checking accounts. You can quickly, you know, get money out of it. That's your glycogen in the body. In a few hours, the body starts tapping into glycogen. And then you have a savings account and that's fat. And this is when the body starts burning fat into, into ketones. And we start seeing after 15 to 17 hours, you know, when you measure in your blood, you start seeing some ketones. And then you can ask your bank for a loan or a credit and that's the liver with the glucogenesis, the liver can dump also a little bit of calories, extra calories in the blood. So the first two days, the body says, you know, let me tap into my checking savings and, and, credit, and credit in here to compensate for lack of calories. Now, at day two, day two finishes, day three is coming in and saying, again, I'm depleting my bank account and it's a, it's a second level of crisis. So the, the body goes to the cells and say, hey, I cannot, there's no food coming from outside. I'm depleting my reserves. It's time for you to rejuvenate. It's time for you to use your intracellular calories. Go use the debris, the organelles, try to fix everything going wrong because you have to be at your optimal performance for all of us as a unit, as a body to survive. So that's the periodic part. When you cross day two, the body's engaging the cells. And that's the cellular response to fasting. So metabolic response the first two days and then cellular response after that. And we call that autophagy or self-eat. The body tells the cells, hey, cannot nourish you from outside. You got to rejuvenate and eat the inside. And autophagy won the Nobel Prize in medicine in 2016. So it's a big phenomenon. Um, that is now, um, you know, at the core of the science of cellular rejuvenation. Because 
if you lose a lot of fat and your cells are rejuvenating, that's the best prescription for anti-aging or for slowing down your aging process. I'm I'm losing weight and I'm improving all, met, all the metabolic downstream, you know, my blood pressure, my blood cholesterol, right? Everything downstream that 73% of us in America suffer from when the metabolic markers. At the same time, you're rejuvenating your cells, so your biological clock is decelerating or to a certain extent sometimes a little bit going backwards. And this is why fasting versus any other typical weight loss is considered a longevity intervention, not just a weight loss intervention. Now, I'm going to open the bracket in here because there's a third big benefit to, to this periodic fasting, which is when the cells start rejuvenating, we see the muscle actually rejuvenating at the same time. So when you diet on any other diet, typically you lose muscle. This is why people prefer protein diets and they exercise with it to maintain muscle. But fasting actually naturally protects the muscle. The deficit is big. The body says, okay, I'm going to burn fat, turn it into ketone to fuel the brain. The brain loves ketones so that we stay up and we don't faint. It was a natural response to human evolution, right? We're walking in nature, there's no food. The body says, okay, let me sacrifice fat to feed the brain and keep you up to search for food. And I don't want to sacrifice muscle because I, I need to keep walking and I need to find the next tree or the next vegetable or the next animal. And we see the body investing into the muscle and rejuvenating the muscle. And it's very important because you come out of this few days of fast, you don't come out of it like feeling weak, feeling that you know your, your metabolic rate is down. Most people who fast, they tell you, I'm actually at my, at my best. I have mental clarity. I feel high energy, high performance. That's the cellular rejuvenation and the boost there. And that's critical for periodic fasting. You don't want to go now on 10 days and 20 days and three because then you're going to lose muscle because you can rejuvenate, but if there's no nutrients, you're going to deplete. So, so you take if you if you if you starve a company, you don't give it revenue. The CEO will restructure it, right? The autophagy, the rejuvenation is beneficial, but if you stay long with the food, it's going to go bankrupt. So, our science show that five days is that balance, right? You burn enough fat, you induce the cellular rejuvenation, but you did not deplete the body. And for longevity, these five days done three times a year are showing a lot of, you know, healthy aging and longevity benefits. And, and, you know, people say, well, five days of water fast, that's not, that's not a, that's not easy thing to do. And this is why we exist as a company. We actually were founded by University of Southern California, the Longevity Institute and the National Institute of Health saying, wow, it's fascinating what five days could do. Let us give you money to create a nutrition program they can nourish the body, but gives the cells the, the signal of fasting. Can we mimic fasting benefits on the cells with food? And this is how we were born as a company. We're a fasting mimicking nutrition company. How can I help you comply with fast, get some nutrition, but at the same time, the cells not recognizing that and getting the benefits of fasting? Wow. You know, because I know I'm thinking of our listeners right now, even myself, thinking, gosh, doing more than a two-day fast. You know, Marty and I talk about this two-day fast that we do with our liver detox. This is a three, four, five-day fast. And the thought of not having food is really daunting for people, right? Yeah. I mean, in a society where we can get food 24-7 for most of us, yes. the thought of going without, even for cell rejuvenation and longevity, is a bit seems a bit extreme. Yeah. So how is it that by eating certain foods, and we want to dive into this too, this fasting mimicking 
diet yes. plan that your company has. Maybe tell us a little bit more about that. Because sometimes, yeah. I mean, I listen to podcasts and people are like, well, you can't have anything. Like you can yes. have a little bit of wet coffee, but any cream is going to break your fast. And this is okay, but that product is going to break your fast. And there's so many schools of thought yeah. on this topic, I guess. Well, you, you described it well. It's schools of thoughts. Uh, we do schools of science over here. We we have 18 universities now, Stanford and and USC and UCLA and Milan and Heidelberg and Berlin. We gathered 18 universities and we've been studying that with them, the fasting mimicking nutrition. To give you an idea, it's tens of millions of dollars in research. And the goal was, you know, how, how much we, we take every macronutrients, you know, proteins, carbs, amino acids, supplements, micronutrients, and we study how much you can give to a cell before the cell says, well, I'm satisfied, right? And and we uncovered our founder, Professor Long at USC. They were they were researching what we call the nutrient sensing pathways, so meaning a cell senses nutrients that has radars. If you if you want to think about it. radars for food, they're called the PKA pathway, the RAS pathway, and the TOR pathways. And whenever the cell senses carbs or senses proteins, it says, "Okay, I'm getting food. I should be satisfied. I'm not fasting." But the sensors have triggers. So if you go below the trigger, then the cell still thinks it's starving. I'll give you an example. So we, we, we talked about the example of a company with no revenue as an analogy for the body with no, with no food. So imagine you run a company and you need a million dollar per month to operate it, right? So imagine if I come and say, you know what, I'm going to give you $400,000 instead of the million, and you can use 200000 to pay your for HR to pay your staff only because you don't want to lose your best and brightest and 200,000 to order your supplies so that next month, you know, your sales don't drop. And so you can see how, yes, you gave me some money, but you earmarked it to two departments. My sales department is hungry. My marketing department is hungry. My ops team is hungry. So I'm going to go and restructure those because they're in, in depletion. I cannot spend money left and right there. I have to be very cost-effective, et cetera. And this is what we've done with food. We earmark them to certain pathways and we give the right amount of calories and, and nutrients that we studied over 20 years so that it doesn't trigger the major sensing pathways and it doesn't get to that trigger point where the cell is fully satisfied. And this is how the, we get the mimicking effect of fasting while we're feeding the body. Well, in the end... The reality is for a lot of people, we're overfed and undernourished. So to your point of just feeding the cells what they need without giving it too much and too much of the wrong foods, I mean, in general, we are probably eating too much, right? Going back to how we traditionally ate, you know, yeah, we, we, pre-ancestor days. We are eating too much, but in our case, we're not only just giving like just what you need because just what you need the cell knows there's food we're going different than different than just what we need we're we're giving the cell an environment that there's no food so that the cells rejuvenate uh what you just said is let's give the cell what it needs i agree with but on a daily basis our five days program is actually putting the fasting pressure on a cell so that the cell regenerates and so that you biologically actually you have a healthy aging trigger process. Can I clarify a few things for our listeners? Just because there was a lot of information that thrown at everybody. (laughs) So you said that it's good to do a five-day fast 
three times a year. Did I understand that right? With our nutrition, because we, we make it, when you're eating a clean, healthy plate, health uh, plant-based nutritional intervention, it takes the side effects of fasting, that meaning. Some people should not five, uh, do five days water fast because, you know, they have hypoglycemia, they're frail. So what we do and why the National Institute of Health ask us to develop the fasting mimicking nutrition and, and University of Southern California, we actually come with a spin-off from the university, is how to de-risk fasting. How can you de-risk, how can you feed the body, give it the macros and the micros and let people do fasting without a headache, without the hunger, without the, you know, while keeping the benefits. So yes, if you do our fasting mimicking nutrition, and what, I'm, I'm not pushing for it from a marketing perspective, but this is what we studied. We, we never studied in humans five water days of, of fasting. Once we discover that we can give you this, the similar benefits with food, it almost becomes unethical to starve you for that. So all the IRB, if you're familiar with how universities do studies, they have an ethical board and the ethical board always asks us to do it with food so that we help people get the benefits of fasting in a safe way. So knowing that your recommendation with food, with the, you know, mimicking bars or whatever, is three times a year. Would you do you believe that someone could get benefits just doing it one time a year? Or is there something significant about the three times a year? And when you do it one time, I'm assuming you still get that cellular turnover, right? Yes. So we've studied ones, we studied three, we studied four, we studied now 12 as well. And I'll give you a little bit of the differences. And the product is called Prolon. So that people, you know, kind of a little bit uh, visualize. It's called Prolon for promoting longevity. And and so you buy Prolon and you get delivered a box of food and it has your five days of food and drinks and supplement. You don't need to cook. You don't need to do anything else. It's all in. And you should not do anything else because then the body recognizes the food. So the goal is to stick to the formulation that we studied scientifically to give you the benefits. Now, if you do one cycle, you rejuvenated your cells one time. And then obviously you're going to lose some weight. So you're going to see some metabolic benefits. And our studies are showing that the benefits would last three to four months after that. So, and, and they last long. That's long enough. I mean, if you diet, if you do any diet and the day you stop, you know, after a few days you gain back because it's mostly a weight related impact. In our case, there's weight, but there's cellular. So we see that 40 to 60% of the effects will stay three months after, three to four months after. And this is why we're saying do it three times a year. So you do it, you carry the benefits for three to four months, you do it then after, and then you do it after. And, and you don't have to do it all the time. Same thing, you know, if you watch a Formula One car race or any car race, when, when the driver is going fast, the engine is heating and the wheels are, are being worn out and, and then you take a pit stop. The pit stop, the mechanics come, they check everything, they change everything and you only need to do it twice in the race or three times max. That's the same concept. Every day we're, we're eating, you know, unhealthy food, there's toxins, the environment, the cells are, you know, storing fat, they're getting some toxins and, and the gut is, you know, coming a little bit more leaky and all of that. And you come with Prolon and you're trying to detox the body from the chemicals. You're trying to rejuvenate yourselves and trying to shed off the extra fat that you carried. So one more question about that then. Let's say, let's say I want to try five-day Prolon, five-day fast. Yes. Never done anything like it. I've done the detox that Stephanie and I do. 
you know, like she mentioned earlier, after two days of fasting with shakes, I'm like so ready for food. And I'm just wondering, like, how does a person feel while they're doing this five day fast? Like a typical person, not someone that's used to doing this kind of thing, I guess. That's the beauty. You're not doing five days of fast. You're doing five days of food. It's just, it's our food and you're getting the benefits of fasting. So it's, we don't sell fasting, we sell food. And then, uh, and then it gives you the same benefits. So that's, that's the entire beauty is to decrease the impact that you, that you mentioned, which is so difficult for people to do a water fast. And for some, it's unhealthy. For, for most, it's very difficult. And for some, it's unhealthy. And, and so the NIH gave us tens of millions of dollars into our research so that we go and develop a food that people can eat. So it's eight, it's the first day, just to give you an example, the five days of food, the first day is 1,100 calories. And then day two, three, four, five are 800 calories. So it's not, it's not mimicking fasting by starvation, by like a hundred calorie or a lettuce or, or, or two tomatoes or whatever. It's, it's a good income input of calories to your body. And this is why it took us years and years and, and, and a lot of R&D is, we don't want to mimic fast by depletion. You just drink this juice and you just, we mimic fast by nourishment. And that was the technology. So can you tell us a little bit about from even a macro standpoint, what's yeah. in these products that so, allows this to happen, the cell rejuvenation yeah. to happen by still feeding the body a little bit of food? Yeah. And I won't go into a lot of details because a lot of those are patents. We have over 240 patents, but I'll give you the macro structure of it. Yes. <laughs> it it's, it's, we studied the sequence of amino acid in, within proteins. So the proteins have sequences of amino acids, right? And some sequence will spike the body response to food, what we call the IGF. When you eat proteins, IGF increase, insulin-like growth factor. So if you eat a piece of steak, you know, that's the, that it spikes IGF. So, and it spikes the TOR pathway, which is the cellular sensing pathway for proteins. Now, if you eat fish, it spikes less. If you eat plant-based, it spikes even less. What we have spent a lot of time is within the plant-based sources of proteins, what are the sequences of amino acid that even spike less? The, the body responds to it and triggers less the receptors on the cells. Same thing with carbs. What complex carbs and which time of the day we study insulin because, you know, insulin in the morning and cortisol in the morning is different than afternoon, is different than at night. So the cycles of the, the, the insulins in the body and the absorption of carbs and, and, and complex carbs. And if you match complex carb with other nutrients, you can even slow even further the absorption and the breakdown. And all this not to spike insulin because insulin tells the body there's food and not to over-trigger PK and the RAS pathway. The same with, with fats. We focus a lot on healthy fats. As you know, people know brain, the brain is a, is a fat organ and, and fat is are not all fat are bad. So focus a lot on healthy fats that are similar to mid-chain fatty acids so that we also you know, bring those to the body and support the cardiovascular system and the mimicking effect. Okay, so all the, you know, the patents that you have and then the formulation of all these products, I know there's some soups and there's bars and so it's all plant-based, is that? It's all plant-based. Right. And so a typical day would start with a bar in the morning, it's called the L-bar. And then you do at lunch your soups and there's some olives and some crackers. You have a snack, it, actually a cocoa-based snack in the afternoon. And at night you have your other soup 
and a snack next to it. And you have a drink throughout the day to keep you not just hydrated, but give you a basal level of energy. And then you have teas, just, you know, just you can drink them for pure hydration as many times as you want. And you have supplements for the micronutrients, alga oil and the, and the multivitamin as well. So we can What have, was the first one you said before the multivitamin? The alga oil, the DHA. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And, and they're all plant-based. Everything okay. is plant-based. And I'm assuming it's free of allergens and heavy metals and... Heavy metals, yes. Allergens, it's food. So if you have allergy to one of the ingredients, you have allergy to one of the ingredients, but there's no, yeah, there's no super allergens or... Like gluten or... Yeah, it's gluten-free. Yes, for sure. Gluten-free, um, non-GMO. Is it dairy-free? Uh, dairy-free. Okay. It's, it's 100% plant-based. The only ingredient that there's always discussion about, depending if you're fully orthodox vegan or not, is honey. We have just honey in one of the bars. Otherwise, okay. every, everything else is 100% plant-based. And what about the soups? Can you tell us a little more about that? What, what, are the, what kind of soup is it? Again, the macronutrients are exactly what I mentioned, the uh, sequence of amino acid to not trigger the sensors and carbs and, and fats. But, and then we flavor them. So you have a flavor, you have uh, tomato flavor, you have a lentil curry flavor, you have ginger carrot flavors. We have 14 different flavors, actually. We have three versions of the box. So you can do Prolon 1 or Prolon 2, or now we just launched Generation 3. We hired a Michelin star chef, actually, to work on Generation 3, and we're getting a big, big success with Prolon Gen 3. People loving the taste having great experience, and then, and then getting the benefits at the end. And now a quick shout out to our sponsor, Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. I discovered Organifi about three years ago and fell in love with the gold chocolate blend, which I enjoy in the evenings. I love that it contains ashwagandha, which reduces stress and supports a healthy cortisol level. And it really gives me that fix when I want something chocolatey or sweet in the evening and it's perfect and nice and calming before bed. And I'm really enjoying the Organifi green juice, which has a ton of superfoods in it, and it's so much easier than juicing. And it's also great if you struggle to get your greens in. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water. It's great on the go, and there's no compromise in quality for taste. Organifi takes great pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods too by heading over to Organifi.com slash living well. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash living well and use our code living well for 20% off your entire order. Yeah. What would you say is like, like from your customers that have done this, can you think of a person or a story where they were just blown away by the effect that they've had from, from doing this program? Well, most, I, I actually can tell right away if a person has cheated or completed or not, because it's so experiential. You're right away. If somebody that's prolonged and you're talking to them, 
you're going to hear big cheer. It's transformational when we're talking about they're going to lose weight so fast. By the way, we've done a randomized clinical trial on skin and skin gets rejuvenated. So we have better glowness. We have better hydration in the skin. And we just filed, we just filed the article to be published in the top uh, dermatology journal. So it's very experiential. I'll tell you the four things that most people report when they complete Prolon. Number one, they talk about the sense of achievement, the sense of change, the sense, you know, we all, we all started diets and we all stopped dieting at some point. And we feel, we, we get this learned helplessness syndrome where I go like a yo-yo, I, I gain weight, I lose the weight, then I go back. And the beauty with Prolon, it's short enough for we have 91% completion rate on it. So it's it's five days. There's a day one, there's a day five. It's not easy to be done the first time. Some people, they don't have what we call metabolic flexibility. It's like going to the gym for the first time, right? When you go to the gym after a period, you feel like the pain after. So the first box, sometimes it's difficult for, for some. And then on the second and third box, the body trained to rejuvenate the cells and to switch from carbs to ketones. So it's, it becomes much easier. But in general... It's short enough for people to do it. It's just five days and it's long enough to induce the benefit. It is five days. And so that sense of empowerment achievement is, is there. Number two, everyone loves the weight loss. You lose a lot of fat, but actually you maintain muscle. So that combination of I lost a lot of weight, but I don't feel weak. I actually feel strong. And the performance that comes with it is the number two biggest benefit they talk about. Number three is... Is the emotional experience is I have um, mental clarity. I feel I feel an upbeat. And, and a lot of us today, especially, you know, the moms and the dads, and, and we get to 40 and 50 and we feel like our body is slowing down. I'm sensing aging, but I, I cannot process it, right? And I feel, I still remember like five years ago, 10 years ago, I used to perform better. I used to be, I used to multitask better. I used to be, that sense comes back. You feel like, wow, I'm back on high energy, on a positive mood, and I can perform better. That's that's actually one of the most benefit that we always hear. And this is why I told you, like, I know exactly who did Prolon. And even if they say I did Prolon, I know exactly if, if, they, if they're not upbeat, I say, hey, did you cheat a little bit? Or did you say, yeah, I stopped at day four, or I cheated on day three, or something like that. And then number four is, uh, or number five, is this change changing of relationship with food. A lot of us, we don't, we don't feel like we can last, you know, on a, on a, on a smaller portion of, a, of, you know, a smaller plate, a smaller lunch or a smaller dinner. We think we need meat every day in our life. We think, you know, if I don't get a, get a small snack at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. before I sleep, like a lot of us are addicted either to portions of food or to certain kind of food or certain timing of the day to eat food. And a lot of people say, I felt de-addicted. If I can do a plant-based diet for five days, I just, I don't feel I want to go back and and jump on a pizza or on a burger or, or you know, it, it's just the palates change, the microbiome change. And, and they feel like I changed my relationship with food. I know I can do better. And it's inspirational in that sense. So because it's five days, anyone can do it at any time. It's not like, okay, I'm going to go on out. I'm going to subscribe to this ever, you know, ever going diet. And I don't know when I'm going to fail one day. It's actually, they talk about success with Prolon and a change in relationship and inspiration to have a better lifestyle after it. That's so, I mean, we see a lot of those same things when working with our clients. So I completely see what you're saying. Can we, you know, I don't want to, there's a couple of things you want to touch on. 
before we start to run out of time, so you do the fast for five days, but can we talk about just like intermittent fasting, which would be a shorter yeah. fast and how that plays into the five day yeah. and then also even, okay, so what, what's next? You do a five day. And even if you just commit to doing it three times a year, you don't want to fall off the wagon in between and start eating crap again. You want to still nourish your body with whole foods, healthy foods. Maybe it's a yep. combo plant slash some, you know, high quality animal meat and fish. So if you can touch on those two things. Yeah. Maybe starting with just the intermittent fasting and what are the benefits of that and what does it look like? Yeah. We we jumped right away to the periodic fasting because it's fascinating to hear about rejuvenating the cells and a Nobel Prize on it and, and, and autophage, et cetera. But intermittent fasting is also very valuable. So fasting to to refresh our memories, it's just fasting for less than two days. And it starts with what we call circadian fasting. Circadian fasting is just 12 hours of fast meaning I follow the day and night cycles, right? In, in circadian fasting, we believe is one of the biggest secrets centenarians actually have. A lot of people, when we, we travel around the world and we talk to people living 100 and beyond, we follow nutritionally many of them actually, trying to find what are those patterns that we should bring to humanity so that we, live, we also live healthy long. And one of the consistent pattern is that they don't snack late at night. They don't eat at 10, 11. They don't watch the Netflix. They don't, you know, they actually have a 7 p.m., right? 6, 7, 8 p.m. When the sun is down, they're used traditionally in their villages to go and eat, you know, at that time. And then they go to sleep after that, or they walk a little bit. And after two, three hours by nine or 10 PM, they're sleeping, but they're not snacking before sleeping. And I think this change for us in the last 30 years, we used to, we were watching Netflix, we're watching TV, we're working late at night and, and it gives us that urge to, to jump and snack on something. And it seems that this is a big spoiler for longevity because when, when you eat late at night, what happens? Your the carbs are spiking. And so the the nighttime is an anabolic, not a catabolic time, right? What you eat in the morning, you burn it throughout the day. You're running, you're talking, you're thinking, you're working, you're doing whatever. Whatever you eat during the day, the body is is taking it to burn it. Whatever you eat at night, the body is taking it to store it. And and when you eat carb at night, insulin spikes. That's an anabolic pro-aging factor. When you eat the proteins at night, you're spiking IGF, insulin-like growth factor. It's another anabolic pro-aging process. So you're storing fat at night and you're kicking your biological aging further. And this is what day and night for the period of their lives, the centenaries do not get this extra kick at night versus us today that we're getting it. And so that's big. We're very big from a longevity perspective on circadian fasting. Try to spend 12 hours overnight and allow your body to sleep. When you eat late as well and you're sleeping, the, the GI system, the gastrointestinal system is digesting. So, and this is why people eating late, they, they have more you know nightmares and they wake up at night and reflux. So let your body sleep. It's not just your brain that needs to rejuvenate. It's every cell of the body needs to rejuvenate rather than be an anabolic pro-aging you know, so, um, uh, part. No. So now you say, hey, I'm, I carry a little bit of weight. Can I extend the fast for 16 hours or 18 hours? And that's the big buzz behind intermittent fasting. A lot of people wanting to lose a little bit of extra weight and they're skipping breakfast to do intermittent fasting. Now, that alone requires another podcast because there's, <laughs> there's, there, there's healthy intermittent fasting for 16 hours and there's 
less healthy. This is why when you look at the data, a lot of it is positive, a lot of it is mixed, right? And I'll summarize the conclusion here to, to and I promise we're going to change people's life today. <laughs> if you want to do your 16 hours or your 12 hours or 14 or whatever, try to start early the, the day before. Don't stay up, eat late, and then push your body to the 4 p.m. lunch next day. Because what you have done, you boosted your you boosted your anabolic pro-aging during the night and you stored fat. The next day when your brain is most active is when you go to work. When your body needs the calories because you're walking, you're starving your essential organs for long enough till 4 p.m. This is why you get the headache. The, the headache is what? Is the brain screaming, I've been working since 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. and I have no food. So you're basically storing more fat at night and sacrificing your essential organs during the day. And that's not the right way to fast. This is why a lot of intermittent fasting articles, when you read them, they don't show you a lot of benefit. They don't show you a lot of weight loss because whatever you're losing during the day, you're just talking it during the night. And the proper way to lose the weight and be pro-longevity intermittent fasting is to eat early at night and start front load your intermittent fasting the night before rather than delay your lunch the next day and starving your body and essential organs who are at, at peak performance during the day. Yeah, that makes so much sense too, even from a sleep standpoint, like you should, everyone says, you know, and don't eat anything two plus hours before you go to bed because you have a hard time, your body's digesting the food and you have, that impacts the quality of your sleep in addition to everything else that you just shared. Yeah, that was super fascinating and going linking it back to the centenarians and probably the blue zones, right? 100%. I was just going to say to clarify. So if you're done with dinner at 7pm, and you stop at dinner, then, you know, fast forwarding 12 hours, 7am, 14 hours, 9am. Yeah, maybe you've barely started your day. Exactly. You've already done a 14 hour exactly. fast. And then you eat maybe the fuel. push it to the 16 hour, maybe not. Like, that's, exactly. that's where I struggle. Like for me, I've played in my own body and 14 hours, no problem. When I get to the 16 hours, I start to feel the brain saying like, Give of course, like of course, the, 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 the idea that I'm suggesting here is, is you're a winner on all fronts. So 7 PM you eat the next day, you know, you eat even at 9 AM, you fed your brain. So you did your 14 hours of fast. You did not sh overshoot your anabolic pro-aging, pro-fat storing during the night. Your body already spent 14 hours burning what you ate. And then you eat at nine. Or if you want at 11, if you want to extend it to lose weight. But naturally, if you're a healthy you know, BMI, you don't, you're doing it for longevity, not for weight loss. You can eat at seven or eight or nine. And you gave your brain something in the morning and your heart and your kidneys, which are at peak and your muscle. In, in the morning all the way to afternoon is where our essential organs are at peak performance. They want to be nourished. But you go to the gym, you want to go to the gym being nourished, not being starved. And you're, you're a winner across all. This is why the centenarians, they don't skip breakfast. Ask people who live on a beyond how many times you skip. They say, I love my breakfast, yeah. right? But because, but they're doing fasting. They're doing the circadian fasting because they ate 
early left. So we're doing it wrong today. We're just eating late at night and we're pushing it all the way to 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. We come back from work and we binge eat because we're like so hungry with the huge headache yes. and we just starve long and then binge eat at the wrong time. And guess what? The body says, thank you for eating a lot at night. I'm going to store all of it. Good luck tomorrow starving again to try to burn some of it. <laughs> right. And then you wonder like you're doing technically a fast. Oh, I barely ate anything all day. I love those people that are like, come to dinner, come to go to a party. And then they literally eat for like four hours. They're eating crap. Yeah. They're not sitting down yeah. and eating a meal and yeah. they're eating till 10 o'clock at night or later. Yeah. But I have a question for you on your fasting mimicking bar, which Marnie and yeah. I both tried. I thought it was delicious. Yeah. How does that play in on a normal day when you're maybe just doing yeah. 12 to 14 hours of a fast and you're not on the five day prolonged? So the, the, the fast bar fill in the problem. It's a solution to the problem that Marnie just spoke about. She said, look, I do my 7 p.m. and I struggle the next day. What do, I want to go longer. And I'm telling her, don't starve your body. And this is why we came up with the fast bar and the fasting shake. So at 7 or 8 or 9 p.m., Marty, take your take the fast bar or take the fasting shake. What happens with those is that you nourish already your body. So your brain is getting the calories it needs and, and the heart and the kidney. So you got your breakfast. But from a fat standpoint, you're not breaking your fast because we mimic fasting. So you keep continue burning fat. The fast bar and fasting shake are such a breakthrough. And we've done clinical trials on them and we publish them in the top nutrition journal called Nutrients. You keep your body burning fat while you're feeding your essential organs. And that's the idea. Center. It's like, hey, I'm going to do a 16 hours. I'm going to get my fast bar in the morning after 12 hours of fast. I nourish my body and I keep my body in a burning mode because it didn't recognize the food and, and I, keep, I, I stay in a catabolic mode. And that to me is fascinating. So the mm-hmm. other day, I kind of did just that. I it was probably like around the 12 hour mark. I had a, a bar. I don't know whatever time it was. And then I went like another two and a half hours. Yeah. And this bar, people, it's under 200 calories. It's not like you're eating this like huge mammoth thing of food. I had that in my tea. And then, so I guess technically I probably went 16 hours, which I don't normally do. Um, but I didn't, for- I didn't feel hungry. I didn't, yeah. I felt fresh. I felt sharp. Like We've done oh. trials with the bar and, and coffee in the morning. And Starbucks coffee, and it still keeps you in fasting. We've done the studies with the bar and tea, and we've done studies with the fast bar late at night as a snack. Because many people say, "Look, I'm I'm a I'm an executive, or I'm a mom, and I put the kids to bed, and then I barely find four hours for myself. I watch TV or I catch up on work, and I feel hungry at nine. If you're hungry at nine and ten, get your fast bar because your body won't recognize that overshoot of the second of a snack and and stays in a fasting mode to the next day. And we've tested that as well. So I have two questions about the bar. The first one is what if a person is using the bar as an afternoon snack? Is there any benefit to that at all? If they've eaten a lunch, they're planning on eating a dinner and they're eating it as a snack. That's my first question. My second question is, I noticed that there were, I think it was four grams of protein in the bar. Comparatively speaking to other bars on the market, there's not a lot of protein. And can you tell us about that? Yeah. To answer the first one, if you take it as a snack in between two meals, you know, the the, the value of the fast bar becomes it's a better snack than any other snack that will add calories and another spike to the bar. So you ate, you ate lunch. Insulin spike, insulin growth factor spike, you push your body to age a little bit and store a little bit of fat. Now, 
in, if you if you're hungry in two hours and you're gonna go for a snicker bar or whatever dessert or whatever that you're gonna spike again your aging factors and store so you get the bar there not to restore and respike the aging factor and restore fat so that's the value of it you would not be in a deep fasting because you just ate but at least you would not be in a second wave of storing fat and getting uh, so that's the value of it and and actually I use it whatever I use it more at night when I'm saying you know late at night because it's perfect it just puts me to sleep on a very light bar on a very light and a lot of people most of our consumers use it as their breakfast in the morning as well to answer your second question about the proteins in it the if you go high on a protein your body will recognize the meal and you would not be mimicking fasting right so so the body is to say instead of getting zero grams of protein and starving your body this is not a bar for building muscle and you take it while you exercise too this is a bar to say well instead of get, taking zero grams of carbs zero grams of protein zero grams of fat this bar is studied to give you some of each but to, to the degree that the cells would not recognize and keep you in a fasting mode that's super that helpful sense. to understand yeah. and it makes sense then that the benefit of the bar is taking it on either end of your fasting window so that you're still in a fast, like you said, yeah. this is in the middle of two meals. It's better than the stickers or something else, but yes, you're not getting the fasting benefits from it for obvious reasons. Yeah, you avoid getting penalized with another dessert, but you're not getting the fasting benefit when you do it in between meals. Okay. And we're, we're, this is all around fasting. Just outside of fasting, it's one of the healthiest bars. It's clean. I mean, you guys did it and read the ingredients. The first thing you told me, like, wow, it's clean. There's no chemicals. There's no additives. It's premium macadamia-based nut. And macadamia is one of the healthiest things you can. You can an almond, you can put in your But They're actually the most expensive things you buy from nature. They have the best combination of fats and, and carbs and proteins in Outside of any fast, if you're just a bar snacker, forget about fasting. You're not a fasting. You don't want to fast. It's a very healthy bar to consume during the day. That's yeah. very helpful. And we just launched the fasting shake. And it was especially where 83% of our consumers are women, mid-age women. And, and uh, it seems men are more bar folks and mm -hmm. women are more shake uh, shake folks. So So we just launched the fasting shake. And it went like unbelievable. We have more than a million, just uh, FYI, more, more than a million consumer. And the shake went like super, super fast. And same concept, instead of eating the bar, you drink your shake, just water. It's all pre-mixed for you. You don't need to add anything to it. And you can sip out of it on it in the morning and your body gets nourished without going off fasting. Yeah, that's great. And I think, you know, our listeners out there are, like you said, busy moms, executives. They have a lot of demands, whether they have kids or or not. And reality is we want to all eat, you know, home-cooked meals all the time, but we don't always have the time. And so having yes. these options and understanding how the fast can work by eating a little bit of food without eating a huge meal first thing in the morning to yeah. maintain the benefits of the cellular aging process is, is great. Yeah. So I want to summarize all this because I know longevity and, and we talked about prolonged fasting with Prola. We talked about intermittent fasting and a fast bar. What should we eat to live healthy long? That's the ultimate yes. goal, I think, of, of, of the podcast. And and this is why the Longevity Diet book, I, I really, really recommend that folks read it. It was an Amazon bestseller book. It, I have a copy behind me, The Longevity Diet by Walter Longo. So what we recommend, do your circadian fasting every day, 12 hours, right? Try to be, try to eat like a centenarian. So 12 hours, you want to extend it. You can extend it front 
front load the extension, eat earlier dinner, don't stay without food late in the day. And we believe that the best way to extend it is with the fast bar and the fast shake. I don't want to look biased, but again, plant-based, mimic fast while nourishing essential organs is why we exist. Do three times a year your prolon to rejuvenate the cells, right? So every day intermittent fasting with or without the fast bar, do three times your cellular recycling, your cellular rejuvenation for your biological age. And in between, it depends on your priorities. For pure longevity, what the studies are showing, eat a pescatarian and or flexitarian diet, meaning heavy plant-based, add fish as the main source of animal protein, flexitarian, meaning from time to time, add red meat, but just from time to time. Flexin is right, is close to Mediterranean. It's just meat is used as a flavor or as a one ingredient in your stews and your dishes. We're not big proponents of being very heavy on on red meats all the time because it just pushes IG. It's a great fun the short term to look great and build muscle, but you're over spiking your growth factors frequently, which means you're biologically aging faster, which means you're going to get closer, uh, faster, closer to your first disease. And we, we don't want that to happen. That's really helpful. Um, I love just your overview. And it really goes along with how Marnie and I, you know, our personal beliefs, everyone's different and unique. And there's some people out there that may be doing the carnivore diet, you know, but eating more plant-based and the fish and, you know, the occasional red meat and other animal products. So and really tuning into your own body. I think that that's so important because, you know, some bodies may feel like they need more red meat and some bodies may feel like they are, want more fish. Like, so really getting to know yourself and what your own needs are. I I agree to a certain extent. I'm, I'm a man of science. And I if you can find a, a, a hundred year old person who lived on meat, I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> well, I'm not saying to just eat meat. I'm saying like some people may choose not to eat any meat. No, I'm with you. Some people yeah. feel, what I'm saying is like some people feel, and I love meat myself, but we're here to help guide them towards the truth. And and, and I think one of my biggest mission on, on the planet, and I founded the Journal of Health System Reform, and I was a professor at Harvard and University of Chicago. My goal in life is to bring truth in nutrition to people because you guys said it well there's so much noise there's so many theories there's so many and theories disrespect us because we as humans should know by time by this time by 2023 we should know what to eat to live long i mean that's an essential right. question we consume the same product every day yet nobody wants to tell us the truth what we should eat every day guess why because they want to sell you different products that are not ethical they're not pro longevity and they just want to do business off our food and I feel part of our mission is to give people the true scientific answers on whatever we have uncovered. There's a lot that we have not uncovered, but at least some of those realities are facts for us today that we need to spread the words. And this is why I'm with you today. And I do kind of a couple of podcasts every week to really, I feel it's part of my personal mission to kind of increase that awareness. And I think to your point, like sharing the science and just having people kind of take a step back from what they think they should be eating, meaning all the processed food and all the meat. And Marty and I see this on our detox where people are like, wow, I ate a plant-based lunch for seven days. I've never done that before. And I was able to feel nourished and satiated. And I learned about some plant-based sources of protein that I didn't realize even existed. So it's enlightening people and getting them to realize that, that there are other ways of eating that yeah. they have to tune into their body. Like we said, I think that, you know, appreciate lots of different dietary theories, 
but you also be need to be willing to like experiment a little bit too, to figure out what's going to make you thrive. And I think a lot of people could, can make, make changes to their lifestyle and their diet and then feel so much better. And, you know, that's like you said, why we're all here today. So, yeah. So as we wrap up this conversation, can you tell our listeners where people can find you, where they can buy your products, connect with you? We're we're on social on all platforms, you know, Dr. Joseph Anton across LinkedIn and, and Twitter and Facebook, et cetera. But if you want to read more as well about this is for my story, who I am and 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 what I did on the day to day. if you want to read more about the fast bar and the fast shake, fastbar.com fastingshake.com. Prolon is, I think, where all this information we talked about, the science, the premise, um, you can go to prolonfast.com or prolonfmd.com. And if you want to read about our company, and I, I really, um, for those of you who are curious about the science and, and they felt we shared a lot of new ideas or controversial ideas today, and if you want to read the articles and the science behind it, go to lnutra.com, L for longevity dash Nutra, so longevity through nutrition. This is what we stand for, lnutra.com. We have a science section there. First, you can read mission and vision and how we're disrupting healthcare. And uh, in, in a lot of science, there's a section on science to read all the articles on how food is medicine for us today and how we achieve it. Great. Thank you. Well, Dr. Antoon, this has been so enlightening. I know our listeners just or their heads are probably spinning with all the good insight that you shared. So as we wrap up this conversation, one question we love to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? I think that the only thing for me that trumps nutrition to live well is happiness. The art of living well for me is be happy every day. When we, uh, again, when we study people living 100 and beyond, actually some of them, they don't eat healthy, but what they all have in common, they feel serene, happy, they're well nested with their family or in their village. They just they're they're joking and smiling and laughing with us, even if they're frail, even if they're 105 and 110. I feel like happiness is the source of everything. When you're happy, you eat healthy, you exercise, you have the energy to exercise, you sleep well. All these are pillars of longevity. You stress less, right? And I feel happiness is the source of positivity, eating healthy, exercising, sleeping better, stressing less giving that positive energy to people around you and they will echo it towards you. And I think that's the art of living well. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And Dr. Antoine, I know you have a special offer for our listeners, if you want to share what that is so that they can check out some of your products, including the fast. Yeah, I'd love for as many to try to do the fasting nutrition. And so if you use the code livingwell20, it will give you 20% off all our products. You can go to prolonfast.com. Prolon is our master website and you can try the Prolon five days or the fasting bar and the fasting shake. Upon exit of the cart, use Living Well 20 and you'll get your 20%. Thank you so much. We're, we're excited to try it out. Yes. And we'll link that up in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This has been fascinating for Marnie and myself and I know all of our Super listeners as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate you very, very much and uh, happy to do a second round if you want to talk specifically about one of the, you know, in depth about one of the issues we talked about today. Absolutely. We'll have to have you back. Okay. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. 
you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. 